Welcome to the Inside OSU podcast. I'm Robin Hearn. When we heard that Jack Welch passed away last week, we went to the O State TV archives to listen to an interview that he did with Burns Hargis back in 2011. As you may or may not know, Jack Welch was the CEO of GE during the 1980s and the 1990s. He was so successful that Fortune magazine named him the manager of the century. When Welch visited OSU and spoke to our students, he gave some non-traditional advice from a non-traditional businessman. As we listened to the interview, we realized it was something that our current class of students would want to hear as they prepare to embark on their careers. So here's Burns Hargis' interview with the late Jack Welch on this week's Inside OSU podcast. What, what's the main message you try to leave with, uh, uh, with college students these days? Well, that um, they've got to control their own destiny. They've got to be out there selling themselves in a more difficult environment than they've had. There are all kinds of opportunities, either as entrepreneurs or in companies, but it's going to take a passion and a drive that uh, seconds are nothing they've seen before. I tell students all the time, it's important to study hard, it's important to get your degree, uh, but don't think you know where you're going to end up. And, uh, and that your degree is necessarily the precursor to the kind of enterprise you'll be engaged in. And you're a good example of that because you have a PhD in chemical engineering, and yet you went into business. Uh, after chemical engineering, but I, <clears throat> look, Burns, we both know this ball bounces a lot of different ways. You were a lawyer, almost a politician. <laughs> Not a very good one. <laughs> a commentator, and now a university president. Life will take you many different ways as long as your eyes are open to learning and grabbing it. The person that sits there and tries to plot the career doesn't work. The idea of where you're gonna go and what you ought to do uh, is, is a critical point. And you, you basically talked to follow your passion. Absolutely. I mean... How do you figure out what your passion is? Well, you won't know it until you're into it. When you, you'll know it once you get it. You'll know it. It won't be work anymore. If, if, if somebody asked me, what do you think Jack Welch's passion is? You know what I'd tell them? Right. People. Totally. And winning. Yeah. I love to win. Now, you use that term. That's interesting because most people would say he was a success in business or we're, we were successful in that enterprise. You use the word win, which is always more associated with sports than but, it is business. But business is a game. The team that feels the best players wins in sports. That's true. The team in business that feels the best players wins. A lot of people, uh, when they hear the name Jack Welch, think of you as a real tough taskmaster. And they'll point to the whole concept of differentiation that you kind of invented. Right. Tell us what, what differentiation means. And, well, let's go back and, to sports for a minute. In, in a sports team, you've got the best players, the top 10, the top 15%. You've got a middle core that's critical, and you've got some people that don't play so well. The same thing's true in business. The problem in business is people never tell them that. They never tell them where they are. Why should you go to Oklahoma State University and get graded A, B, C, and then all of a sudden go to a company and it's cruel to grade you. Mm -hmm. It's the silliest notion in the world. I want to grade you all through life. 
I want to grade you in every job you're in. I want to say you're the best. Here's what you've got to do to improve. And you're not making it. If you're not making it, that doesn't mean you fire people. You tell them, look, you've got a year or so to find something, someplace where you fit. You don't fit here. I was really struck by a couple of things you said the last time I saw you on CNBC. And you, you, you said that uh, the technology was kind of a novelty in the 80s to business. But as, it, as you neared the turn of the century and then, and then into the 21st century, it really began to profoundly affect business, uh, primarily in terms of uh, the jobs that it often could displace. T talk about that. Well, we're bit. seeing that now. We're seeing what we call, people call jobless recovery. Uh, people are able to do more with less. That's a reality. That's happening everywhere. And technology is making it possible. Let's take GE. When I became chairman, GE had 410,000 employees. We did $25 billion of business. I retired, we did $130 billion with 300,000 employees. So we had 25% fewer employees for five times as much volume. Now this is really kind of an ominous, uh, ominous trend for students graduating now. No, I don't, I, it is for those that aren't, you know, hungry. What's a new, new worker in our, our, our country to look for? Innovation. Absolutely has to be smarter, has to be open to ideas around the world, has to be finding better ways to do more with less, be more creative. If you've got kids that come to school every day to find a better way, to think about opening their minds to different people, different cultures, different ideas, then you've got something. But you've got to get people with this open mind. That is what you, that's what your university's job is, to crack open heads, let them see the light, and to go try new things, and to excite them about trying them. You have a famous uh, four E's yep. for evaluating people, and uh, whether you hire them or not and so on. And if one of our students was going to interview with Jack Welch, why don't you give us a quick rendition of Energy, the ability to have lots of energy. Two, energize others. Energy is worthless if it doesn't translate into exciting others to do things. Edge, the ability to say yes or no, not maybe. And then finally, execute. Get it done. Get the job done. I want to close with a question that, that uh, struck me also that you, uh, in your talk earlier and in your book, uh, you actually set out to hire people that you think are smarter than you are. Is that true? Desperately. You're only as good as those you have around you. You know that better than anybody. But as you say, the values are critical, right? Absolutely. Shared values. Absolutely. But I mean, if you think about one person running G, what a joke that would be engines, medical equipment, networks, finance. It's a whole crowd of bright people doing great things, hopefully with you as somewhat of an orchestra leader, making it all work. But in the end, if they're not terrific, you're a bum. And on that point, <laughs> I think we ought to shut her down. But somewhere out there, there's another Jack Welch. I hope right here in Oklahoma State University who will do as well as you did and give half of it back to us. Thank you so much. Jack, thank you. Thank it's you so tremendous much. Tremendous having thank you, you here. So we much. really appreciate it.
And that's this week's Inside OSU podcast. We'll see you next week. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. I'm Robin Hearn. Thanks for listening. <laughs>